All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. Hi, Mary. Hi, Hannah. How are you today? Good. I am as good as I was the last three times you asked me. Well, maybe you should get your shit together and I won't have to ask you three times. If I got my shit together, we'd get this done a lot faster and have way too much time on our hands. Time to drink. We could do that anyway. Even when I don't have my shit together. True. Which you know. Welcome to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Thanks for being here, everybody. I'm Hannah Green. I'm Mary Swartz. We are here to fill your head full of all kinds of things you didn't know you didn't know you needed to know. We're gonna fill it to the point where you feel like it's gonna explode all over the place. And yet it hasn't happened yet. At least not that we've witnessed. It hasn't happened to us, and if anybody was going to explode, it would be us. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So, what's new in your life? Anything? Anything we need to talk about? Anything we need to talk about? I don't know. House cleaning. Laundry. Mm. Exciting life. I know. Exciting, exciting life. I know. Well, very cool. You know what? What? It's almost summer. It's almost kayaking season. It's also Michigan. And I don't trust Mother Nature anymore. And she's going through menopause and has not a clue what she's doing. I choose to be optimistic. Okay. You do that. Somebody has to. <laughs> I usually am. I usually am. I love summer. I am. Very excited about it. I very, know. very excited about it. So today has been a good day so far. Good. We are drinking some amazing coffee. Yes. It's ice cream coffee. It is. It is us. For real, it is Han and Mary. Yes, it is us in the flesh. This is not a cry for help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so today we are drinking coffee because we're also munching on some amazing cookies. Hannah brought us saw a, a very, very scrumptious selection from a local bakery. It is called The Only Cannoli. <clears throat> They do, uh, obviously, cannolis, which they have a, a you whole... You didn't bring us any cannolis. No, because <clears throat> they have this huge selection of fillings. And so you pick your shell, you pick your fillings, and then you also pick what they dip it in. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like a build-your-own cannoli. You could build me a cannoli. Didn't know for sure what you'd like. Um, but they also do a, <clears throat> a really amazing selection of cakes there. Wow. And then... They do cookies, which I've is what I brought us today. I've never been there. Yeah. I've never been it's there. It's like three doors down from our favorite <clears throat> Indian restaurant. Love Indian food. So, Love it. this morning we are munching on pistachio rose shortbread, double chocolate shorties, pumpkin molasses cookies, white chocolate florentines, and some lemon poppy seed shortbread. A nice little selection. So coffee is the way okay. to go. So here's what I just kind of looked it up a little bit. It's a collaborative bakery. It allows the employees the creative freedom to craft unique pastries. So it sounds like everything has been thought up and yeah. tried and experimented and through the employees. Yeah. Which is, to me, that's really fun. And if you like to bake and you're really creative in that area, what a fun job that you can go there and just have this creativity and just be an employee. 
Well, and they always have little cool little things going on on the weekends, like little pop-ups with music, and they have people come in who do like hand hand um, crafted henna designs, and they do uh, intuitive card reading there, and you know just fun little stuff. They're just a really neat little local place, and I love stopping in there occasionally oh, and man, seeing what yeah. they've got to offer. That is amazing. Yeah. It is really good, too. And they're really, really reasonably priced. Yeah, I've never been there. reasonably priced. I have never been there. Well, we'll have to change that. That's how I get to try things is because Hannah brings it to us. Yeah. That's awesome. I just love the, I just love the whole idea of letting your employees be creative enough that you're going to sell their ideas. Yeah. You know, especially because we know, having worked in the public service, and you still do, um, and having worked in retail, which you still do, yep. that because you're out there on the floor, you know what your customers are looking for. Yes. Versus the guy that works in the corporate office and he makes assumptions or she makes assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that whole idea. Yep. That is part of what I love about my job because <clears throat> part of my job includes doing ordering for yeah. companies. So when they have new products that I'm interested in trying because I think that we have a market for them, I I have the freedom to add that to our store. Right. And I love that. So I love it. That's These are good, too. I mean, so go ahead and tell them what selections you brought us. I already did. You did? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. I totally missed that whole segment. <laughs> Was I here? <laughs> have you been drinking without me? Wow. I know that as much as I know that you told everybody what kind of cookies we have. <laughs> I wouldn't trust my judgment on anything here on out. Well, just so you're aware, yes, I did tell all of our all of our listeners okay. what right. little selection I brought us today. All right. Yes, everybody, Google it. See if they'll deliver to you. Because that would be an amazing thing if we could get, like, our listeners to start ordering from them. And have it shipped to and them. And have it shipped. Yeah, that These would are be like really cool. Wonderful. So, you haven't tried this one yet? No. Um, it this sounds is, very interesting. This is my favorite cookie that I've ever okay. had from them. Okay. This is the pistachio rose shortbread. It's fantastic. Okay. I love a good shortbread. Mm. I think it's very well done. The flavors are it very is. nice. The flavors melt together beautifully. Yeah. The shortbread is perfect like melty which to me a good shortbread should be melty yep yeah. yeah it's perfect yeah the flavors just melt together beautifully i was i told the woman this morning i said the first time that i ever bought this the pistachio rose shortbread i was a little hesitant mm -hmm. i would be but it is now my absolute favorite cookie i like a good shortbread cookie yeah that is so nice <clears throat> all right so, yeah. do we know what's happening on our other podcast right now? We might. We might? We might. Okay. Um, so, just for you guys, Lynn is not here. She is, at the present moment, traveling. Yay! So, she is not joining us today. So, Han and I are going to try to hang this one together. All right. So, our other podcast, Murder, Mischief, and Moscato, last Sunday on the 25th, we heard the story of a 2,600-year-old mummy princess who wasn't a princess and wasn't a mummy. Oof. Monday, 
is going to be Memorial Day. Yes. So we always do bonus episodes for that podcast. This one was a fun one to do. This one was a fun one. Unusual collections. Yeah. And when we say unusual collections, we don't mean, you know. Stamps. Yeah. Mickey Mouse items. Shoes. Yeah. We, We don't mean how many, you know, necklaces, how many. How many beer steins right yeah we don't mean that it's, it was fun to do it was fun to research it yeah. was a fun episode it was a fun episode all right well maddie yeah okay uh all right you have a word of the week i do okay Menorchid. is that a male orchid not exactly well it sounds like man orchid Menorchid. M-O-N-O. Oh, is that an R- orchid that looks like a menorah? Not even close. No. You just, you just. Is it a menorah made out of orchids? No. Wow. You're very good at guessing incorrectly today. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Yes. Women cannot be menorchid. Hmm. Children could be menorchid. Men can be menorchid. Hmm. Animals could be menorchid. Is it flat-chested? No. Oh, oh that's right. Because, I mean, there are some women who are very flat-chested. So I guess that wouldn't make sense. Let's see. Probably not bald. That is true because women can be bald. Mm-hmm. Try to think of what men can be that women can't. This is That's where I'm like, hmm. Well, because we're going to be politically correct, I'm not going to say dickish. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was going to, I was I was going to say erect, but then you like put the children in there. And not male children, but children. So that that kind of like throws a little wrench in that one. What can children and men be that women can't? Besides carefree and irresponsible. <laughs> Lazy. Oh, no. It means having only one testicle. Oh, well, then it shouldn't be children. I put that in there to throw you off. Oh, that was mean. (laughs) They made a movie about a dude who only had one testicle. It was called While You Were Sleeping. Never seen it. Sandra Bullock. I've never seen it. I love her, though. I do. I think she's a phenomenal actress, yes. All right. Well, my word is resorial. Resorial. Mm-hmm. Whew. Could you use that in a sentence, please? Tell me something I didn't need to know is often resorial. That opened a lot of doors. I know it did. didn't really narrow it down much. <laughs> we could call it amusing, entertaining, funny, irritating, irresponsible, responsible. I mean, it covers... Educational. You know, educational. We covers a whole lot of bonding i mean inconsistent rambling yeah um what was using what was the word again resorial resorial okay can you no i already asked for a sentence and that one wasn't helpful the time we spend together is often resorial which covers a whole lot of doors again (laughs) amusing entertaining could be educational. I'm going to say... Court ma- is not usually resorial. Fun. 
It has to be fun. Nope. I would say memorable then. Oh, court is typically memorable. I haven't been there in a while. I don't know. Me either, thankfully. <laughs> um, Resorial is anything that causes laughter. Oh. There's yeah. a lot of laughter in our lives. Oh, there very much is. Which is good because life is short. We everybody, all need to laugh. Everybody needs laughter. Everybody. Okay. Michigan State Police are searching for Bigfoot. He's in Oklahoma. The senator will tell you that. So Michigan State Police troopers were called in to investigate after a seven-foot tall mm-hmm. lawn ornament was reported stolen from a lawn in St. Joseph County. Now the owners, they are the their names are Mike and Donna. Mm-hmm. They told the news outlets that the lawn ornament was stolen sometime between March 28th and March 30th. Now, the article that I'm reading is from April 7th. I looked and I did not find any current updates that say that it has been located yet. Um, the home is just north of Three Rivers, Michigan. So Bigfoot is made from uh, sheet metal, and it appears that someone actually cut Bigfoot free from a steel post that he was attached to, possibly with a a pair of bolt cutters. So the police are asking people to be on the lookout for a white panel van with tinted windows because there was a van... Like that scene turning around in the victim's driveway the day that the Bigfoot was It takes kidnapped. a lot of balls to steal Bigfoot. My thought is, at this point, my guess is somebody's got him, like, I don't know, in their garage or their basement oh, or sure. their barn. They're going sure. to have a party. They're going to get drunk. They're going to brag about it. Someone Eventually. knows. Someone knows. Yes. So... Mike and Donna said that whoever stole the Sasquatch would have needed leather gloves and a large vehicle that they were willing to get scratched up by the sharp ornament. Because it is sharp. It's sheet metal. It's going to have sharp edges. And they are really hoping that whoever stole Bigfoot will simply just bring it back and leave it. Stop stealing, people. Stop it. It's bad. It is bad. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's Bigfoot. Nothing good is ever going to come from kidnapping Bigfoot. No. His family's coming for you. They're going to get you. All right. Okay. Now, I changed the tidbit I'm going to do today. Because the tidbit I was going to do, I'm going to do next week. Okay. Because I don't want to give anything away about Memorial Day. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bootsy the Cat. Pardon? Bootsy the cat. Okay. I actually know someone who had a cat named Bootsy. Okay. Bootsy the cat's hanging out by a screen door. He notices a snake who got stuck in the door frame. Okay. So he lets his owner know. Now, I actually watched the YouTube video, and it was really cool. Okay. So she comes out. Her name's Melissa. She comes out. She sees it. It's kind of stuck coming out of the door frame. So... Like in the track of the door frame or whatever? Um, yeah, because your track and then like your door frame goes up. Yeah. 
The snake had entered the inside of the door frame by this little tiny hole, and then he couldn't get out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, okay, gotcha. I don't okay. know. Maybe he fed well in there or something. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Okay. So she gets a drill, and she goes out there with a drill, like a drill bit, and she enlarges the hole. Okay. And she probably spent 10 minutes doing this. I mean, it was really kind of cool to watch. Um, so she said it took the snake about 30 minutes to come out of the hole because apparently it was frightened, which makes sense. Uh, yeah. Right. So I'm thinking this is pretty cool. And the snake leaves. Okay. And then the snake came back. And it's a really cool snake because it'll lay in the door frame and it'll look like through the window. Like it just oh, looks right in the, like the glass it's a, window. Like it's a family pet? Yeah. 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 I mean, they have pictures of it. It lays in the door frame, which is probably warm when it's sunny. Yeah. And it just looks in the window like, what's going on with you guys? Okay. So he came back a couple days later. Um, yeah, here's a video of her doing the hole in the frame because it looks like it's a metal frame. Right. Um, and she was really cool because any metal that went into the hole, she actually dug back out. Right. So he wouldn't hurt himself. Right. Now, there he is looking in the window. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it cute? And I'm not a snake person. Me either. But it's cute. cute. <clears throat> so she realized that he apparently was going to live there. So she actually made signs to put on the different sides of the house so people would know. And then if they used that doorway, they wouldn't be startled, scared, or, right. you know, maybe make a move that would hurt. They named the snake Snickers. Okay. Not that I think Snickers knows that that's his name, but... Yeah, so they put little signs up, which is kind of cool. There he is popping his head out of the hole. That's hilarious. Now, I don't know what kind of snake it is. It didn't say, but he's like dark colored and he appears to be all the same color and his belly is super white. Yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. very cool looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she says she's happy to see him. She's happy to... Now, where does she live? Um, That's a good question. I'm just wondering if it's warm enough for the snake to hang out all, all year round. I don't know. Or if he will, like, go off and hibernate for the winter and come back. You know, it doesn't say where she lives. Oh, all right. The, the whole story, even even the website, I got it off of the dodo, which I love the dodo. They do a lot of animal stuff. Right. Um, didn't, I don't believe, <laughs> mention. Yeah, I mean, he's so adorable. Just adorable. Just, like, looks in the window, like, and, and he just lays there in suns. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And she just, you know, she she looks at it for him. She talks to him. So yeah. Wow. I know Lynn would appreciate that story if she was here. Yes. And now yes. I'm not a snake person. I'm not either. But, but that is a cool story. But it's a cool story. He's a cool little snake. I don't want him in my yard. I. I don't I, mind if they're in my yard. I just don't want them in my home. I don't care for snakes, but I do like to watch them. Yes. Um, we do get them up north at our place up north, and I do like to take pictures of them. And we get some really cute little garter snakes, but they're very colorful. Yes. So, yeah. Aww. Super cool. cool. Yeah. All right. You ready for a story? Of course. All right. Life was a little different back in 1908. Okay. Okay. A lot different. Talking well over 100 years ago. Yeah. That was the year that the Model T went into production at the Ford plant in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. The U.S. population was almost 90 million people. Now keep in mind that as of the 2020 census, it was more than 329 Holy million cow. people. The average wage was 22 cents an hour. Eggs cost 14 cents a dozen. 
Only 8% of homes had a telephone. SOS became the world's recognized distress signal. Only 6% of students graduated from high school. Holy crap. They probably left to work or something mm-hmm. on the family farm yeah. or family yeah. business. Yep. The speed limit was 10 miles per hour. <coughs> I almost lost it there. <laughs> and only 144 miles of roads in the U.S. were paved. Wow. The first passenger airplane was, man- was made. I mean, we're still talking less than 100 years ago. Yes. No, we're talking more than 100 years ago, 1908. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought... For some, never mind. The population of Las Vegas was 30 people. (laughs) Okay. Crossword puzzles, canned beer, and iced tea didn't exist yet. Wow. The spork was patented, and life expectancy was 47 years. I'd be dead by now. I'd be just about there. In 1908... In Prescott, Arkansas, the population was about 3,100 people. I thought we were talking about Detroit. No. The only oh, thing okay. about Detroit was the, the four- car. Yeah. The car. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> Prescott, Arkansas. All right. 3,100 people. We're in Arkansas. There was a train station with a regular schedule. Every three weeks or so, a man known to the citizens of Prescott only as Mike would ride the 3 p.m. train into town. There was nothing special about Mike. He stood about five foot five inches. He weighed about 120 pounds. Not a big guy. Oh. He spoke perfect English with a very slight accent that might have been European. He walked with crutches because of an injury or perhaps a stroke that had affected his right arm and leg. He was probably in his 40s. He carried a canvas and leather pack with him. Mike was a salesman. He sold small household necessities like paper, pens, and pencils, combs, thread, and shoestrings. He rode the train back and forth on a route that took him through Little Rock, Hot Spring, Texarkana, Benton, and Prescott. Mike never lingered. He would come in on the train, stay one night, and leave the next day on the 3 p.m. train. 24 hours. So obviously everyone knew when he was coming so they could meet him at the station and get whatever they needed to get. Yep. Okay. And his schedule never varied. Okay. Until August of 1911. Uh Uh-oh. Mike arrived as usual on the 3 p.m. train on August 20th, 1911. That evening, there was an outdoor tent revival at the city park. It was well attended by the community and local area church members, and Mike attended as well. He didn't really interact with the others, but at some point in the evening, Mike sat his pack down under an oak tree and settled himself onto the ground next to it and seemed to just enjoy the going-ons around him. I can understand that. The next morning, a local citizen found Mike still under the tree. Uh Uh-oh. But Mike wasn't sleeping. Mike was dead. He was almost 47. All we know is he was probably in his 40s. The local police were summoned, but they didn't see any signs of foul play. It was actually determined by the local coroner that Mike had likely died from either a heart attack or a stroke. But there was a problem. No one really seemed to know who he was or where he came from. I know where he came from. The train. Room 1046. (laughs) (laughs) 
A search of Mike and his belongings turned up no ID. Only a small amount of cash and a train ticket to Texarkana, the next stop on his route. No one even knew his last name. No one in the other towns that he traveled to knew anything more about him either. An examination of his body showed that he had possibly come from a life of wealth at some point because he had some very expensive dental work, including some gold teeth. Now, that kind of work was most likely performed in New York or Boston at that time. So pictures were taken and sent off to dentists in those cities, but still, no one came forward with his name. Mike had a tattoo of a woman on his arm, but that also led the authorities nowhere. He had several scars as well that were pretty distinctive, but again, nothing. Now, a witness did come forward at some point with a possible lead. He claimed that he had seen Mike in court in Little Rock a few days before Mike died. He was with a man named Pat McFarland. Mike was. The witness said that the men had been charged with drunkenness and ordered to leave town. He said that he had heard that Mike had a brother in Chicago, but that he wasn't sure what the brother's name was or any other information that might help. The court docket in Little Rock showed a single man had been charged with drunkenness on the day in question. How did this person see two of them then? Maybe he was the drunk one. His name was listed as J.M. Estes. So was that Mike's real name? Was Michael or Mike his middle name? And that's what he went by. Now, Pat McFarland was on the docket, but he had actually been charged with disturbing the peace. And the authorities weren't able to find Pat McFarland and obtain any information that helped them. So none of this information ended up leading anywhere at all. Wow. Mike was taken to the local funeral home called Cornish Funeral Home, where he was embalmed with a stronger embalming solution than normal because the funeral home knew that it might take a little time for the body to be claimed. Time went on and Mike was still unclaimed. So as was custom in those days, Mike was put on display at the funeral home. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what they did. And time passed. So somebody pays the bill. Time passed, and Mike was still there. And years passed, and Mike was still there. Is Mike still there? And decades passed, and Mike was still there. Now, every single year, the funeral home workers changed Mike's suit. Well, thank you. So nice of you. Mike became a sort of tourist attraction. People from as far away as Hawaii and Rhode Island came to see old Mike as he had become known. Well. He was a fixture in the town. Prescott, Arkansas considered him to be a part of the community. (laughs) Okay. As I said, decades passed. At some point, old Mike was moved to a closet at the back of the funeral home. Poor Mike. There was a curtain over the doorway and a pull-string light. Time took its toll. The funeral home maintained old Mike the best that they could, but the formaldehyde caused changes to his body over time. His teeth came to look like petrified wood. His muscles dried out, causing his eyes and mouth to open. Wow! So the funeral home sewed his eyelids shut, Nice. That was thoughtful. And painted eyes onto the eyelids. Oh, no! Oh, 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 my God. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh. His skin darkened until it almost looked charred. Still, most of the people who lived in Prescott saw absolutely no issue with any of this. It was just the way it was. Visiting old Mike became a dare with the local teens. It was expected that you would run out screaming after you saw him, even if you weren't actually scared. <laughs> oh my god. Unfortunately, when the muscles dried out and made his mouth open, the teens started taking to putting things in old <gasps> Mike's mouth. There were some other things that were kind of going on with, with old Mike that just really weren't respectful, to say the very least. So in 1975, a formal former funeral home employee decided that enough was enough. Old Mike deserved dignity and a proper burial. Good for him. Now at this point, it's been 64 years. Mm -hmm. He began to write letters and soon the Attorney General, Jim Guy Tucker, had gotten involved. Tucker wrote to the funeral home requesting that they please bury old Mike. The funeral home agreed it was time. On May 12, 1975, a private service was performed. Only seven people were invited to attend. Old Mike is buried in Deanne Cemetery in Prescott, Arkansas. He was buried with a simple headstone that said Mike and the year of his death. Later, an anonymous benefactor gifted Mike with a more elaborate headstone. This one says Mike died 8-21-1911, buried 5-12-1975, and has a pencil etched on it in memory of the goods he sold to the town. That's cool. There is still a replica of Mike in the Nevada County Depot and Museum in Prescott, Arkansas. He is kept in a closet with a curtain and a drawstring light. Oh, that was a very cute story. For anyone who is intrigued and curious, I would invite you to uh, search up an image of old Mike. I wonder if they and could, enjoy your nightmares. I wonder if they could actually pull DNA from his body now. I don't know because it's stored inside your bones and your teeth. Well, I wouldn't trust the teeth after they turned into what looked like wood, but um, yeah, because if they could do that, they could possibly trace his relatives. Entirely that would possible. Be kind of cool. Wow. So this is the replica here. That's not so horrifying. That's not the replica. Uh, okay, that's um, that's a little um, less not horrifying. <laughs> wow. Yep. But it is really cool because the old headstone still exists, and along with the new one. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Sometimes people are very generous. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, a it's a whole thing. Good story. I like that. You find some awesome stories, though. thought you might enjoy that one. Yeah. So, appreciate everybody else being here. Hopefully you enjoyed it, too. Um, don't forget to Google Mike. I don't think it's quite screaming material, but it is kind of. Especially if you know that his eyelids are painted. Oh, creepy. Really creepy. 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's an, an interesting story, to say the least. Hell yes. So, <clears throat> thanks to everybody who spent part of your day with us. We appreciate you being here. We love the fact that you joined us. Um, and you can join us every week. Every week. We come out every Sunday. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> you had a train of thought? I did have a train of thought. All right. Oh. oh. Well, you can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Yes, you can. You, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Hell yes, you can. You can send us an email at tmsidntk at gmail.com. Yes, we the- love your messages. We love them. We do answer our messages. We yeah, are, yeah. We definitely love to interact with our listeners. So if you have something to say, something to add, a story you'd like to hear Heck us yeah. cover, a headline that caught your eye, or you just want to say, hey, I really enjoyed, you know, what you guys shared. Yeah. Feel free to drop us a line. We, we really do love to hear from you we guys. Do. Stop in and give us a rating and a review. That really does help get our name out there, helps other people find us. Yep. So that they can enjoy our witticisms also. If you are aware of a streaming platform that we are not on, please let us know. We will work to get ourselves added. Absolutely. If you want to cross-advertise with us, you can let us know also. We would love to cross-advertise with you. Absolutely. Um, It is our pleasure to bring people's names to our listeners, give them something new to try, something new to listen to, and get to know new people. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, on that note, do you have a final thought, Mary? I don't. I never do. We don't do final thoughts. Our final thought is usually this. Okay. Stay mischievous. Stay mischievous. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Boys and girls take warning. If you go near the lake, keep your eyes wide open and look for Sneaky Snake. Now maybe you won't see him, and maybe you won't hear, but he'll sneak up behind you and drink all of your root beer. And then Sneaky Snake goes dancing, wiggling and a-hissing. Sneaky Snake goes dancing, giggling and a-kissing. I don't like old Sneaky Snake, he laughs too much, you see. When he goes wiggling through the grass, it tickles his underneath. Well, Sneaky Snake drinks root beer, and he just makes me sick. When he is not dancing, he looks just like a stick. Now he doesn't have any arms or legs, you cannot see his ears. And while we are not looking, he's stealing all of our beer. And then Sneaky Snake goes dancing, wiggling and a-hissing. Sneaky Snake goes dancing, a-giggling. I don't like old Sneaky Snake, he laughs too much, you see. When he goes wiggling through the grass, 
He tickles his underneath 